When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uma, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA-owned and operated for over 40 years. This is The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Doing all right. Yes, and for tyre power, buy three and get one free on selected Kumo passenger car and SUV tyres at Tyre Power. Just updating a bit of what's happened in sport. Uh, we can let you know, by the way, the West Indies are 6 for 106 after 15 overs. They got five overs to get a move on because uh, Zimbabwe, as we know, are no slouches with the bat and certainly at this stage would be considered favourites to maybe uh, defeat the West Indies and the Caribbean Cavaliers could lose their second match on the trot. Meanwhile, FIFA has unveiled their mascot for the upcoming Women's World Cup to be hosted jointly between Australia and New Zealand and within hours, fans have spotted a glaring problem. Tazuni, a football-mad penguin, whose name was inspired by the Tasman Sea separating the two host nations, was announced as the official mascot for the tournament. And people looked into it to see whether Tazuni or the type of penguin that is the mascot actually inhabits any part of Australia. It appears it doesn't, but there is a second species of this type of penguin that actually does reside in Australia. So I think they've got out of it, actually. Uh, Cricket's International Players Union will back and says it will back moves by any player who wishes to protest against sponsors of the T20 World Cup. Uh, The move comes amid concerns over the ICC's Player of the Match Awards, which are sponsored by a Saudi Arabian state-owned oil company, Aramco. Now, the governing body of international cricket announced a partnership with the Saudi company, which is sponsoring Player of the Match Awards in World Cups, beginning with the men's T20 event in Australia. As I told you, it's just getting uh, more and more confusing and political as we go along, and it's affecting a few sports, as we know. All right, let's go back to grassroots cricket. Love the Sheffield Shield, even though it's been hard going on a pretty flat deck at the Junction Oval. As I mentioned, uh, day three has come and gone, and at this stage, it is West Australia who lead Victoria by 20 runs. The Vicks have got six first innings wickets in hand. That's after WA made 466, and the Vicks at stumps four for 446. Kindly, uh, their coach in Adam Voges is joining us on the program. Uh, Adam, thanks for your time. G'day, Peter. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a, a bit of a grind for the last three days. Gee whiz. Peter Hamskin, 174 not out. Sam Harper is 77 not out. Marcus Harris, the former local boy, made another 100 and 111. Mate, it hasn't probably been... Uh, it's been OK for the batsmen, but I feel sorry for the bowlers. Uh, how have they been able to you know, keep their heads up knowing there's nothing in this track? Yeah, it's certainly been tough work for the bowlers on on both sides, and uh, we we kind of knew that this was a wicket that Victoria were going to try and prepare for us, and and they were I think hoping that the wicket would deteriorate and and break up and spin on on the last couple of days. We we probably didn't see enough of that today, and and tomorrow's obviously another challenge. But uh, we we were a bit of our own worst enemy today. We we missed a couple of half chances. 
on a wicket where you needed to really make the most of, of everything that came your way. And uh, full credit to, to Marcus Harris and, and Peter Hanscom in particular, who batted all day. Uh, they made us pay for, for a couple of early misses. And, um, yeah, look, at, we go into day four tomorrow with really only one team that can win the game, and that's probably Victoria. So we'll, we'll have to work hard to, to make sure that doesn't happen. Mm. So saying that, uh, you would have played and coached many a game like this on flat decks. What do you take out of a contest like this? Oh, I think there's still a lot that you can you can take out. And I think we still know that we still have some relative inexperience within our bowling attack. Uh, Corey Roccicelli, as our as our number one spinner, is only playing in his sixth or seventh game. And, and Lance Morris is still uh, relatively young in terms of the amount of cricket that he's played. So for those guys to... Have a have a pretty tough day and and learn about bowling in these sort of conditions. I think while they won't want to have to do it too often, uh, I, I think they'll learn a lot of good lessons out of uh, the, the areas that they need to bowl and, and and their ability to try and mix things up a little bit to challenge the batsman in different ways. So you can take that out of it. Um, certainly our batters took a little bit out of, of it over the first couple of days, but uh, we, we'll we'll be asked about again tomorrow at some stage, and uh, and we'll have to do that well. And I suppose it's uh, pretty good that batsmen, because normally at the start of a season, particularly in grade cricket, you might get a few, you know, green tops early, and uh, it may not be the most pleasant time to bat. But it's good that in this situation, that the likes of Bancroft and Whiteman, you know, Young Wiley, uh, Cartwright, it goes on, Darcy Short, have all had the ability of getting some early season runs. Yeah, and some good time out in the middle. And I think more collectively as a as a group and a squad. What we want to try and do is, is not only play really well at home at the Wacker Ground and, um, and and force results there, but we've got to learn to keep getting better in these conditions. And so this is another good opportunity this week for us to test ourselves in these conditions and, and learn about the areas that we need to <clears throat> keep it, keep improving. So, um, But, yeah, certainly those batters that you mentioned, uh, they all played really nicely over the, the first couple of days and, and, and they'll get another chance tomorrow. Can I just talk to you about the ICC T20 World Cup? I'm just watching the West Indies at the moment. Uh, Adam, you're probably watching them as well. Uh, they're in the hotel. Six for 115. They get beaten by Zimbabwe, who is certainly, you'd think, favoured to win at this stage. And all of a sudden, the nation that's won the T20 World Cup twice may not even get to the second round. It's, I tell you what, I'm, I've got Campbell on the program after yourself to talk about the Netherlands because they've won their first two games and, of course, they take on Sri Lanka in an all-important third game. I said to Cambo during the day, I don't mind this first round because there's a lot of unpredictability about it and we've seen quite a few upsets already. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. We've we've seen the West Indies lose their first game. We've seen uh, Namibia beat Sri Lanka in their first game as well and um, that'll be a do-or-die clash for Sri Lanka against the Netherlands uh, coming up. But... Um, yeah, it certainly makes for fascinating cricket, uh, watching some of the associate nations try and qualify for the main draw within the World Cup. And um, yeah, I, I think it's fascinating to watch those teams, their journey in, into getting to the qualifying period and then hopefully being able to, to make it into the, the final draw. But for someone like the West Indies, as you mentioned, who have won this tournament before, um, it, it, you never actually really know which West Indies team is going to turn up on the day. I, they haven't obviously played their best cricket so far, but I imagine that any team that comes up against them are a little bit nervous because they've got a they've got a team full of match winners. So 
it'll be fascinating to see how the, the game does pan out and, and whether the West Indies are able to get through into the into the main draw or not. I'll tell you what's interesting also, Adam, and you've been around cricket a long time, as I mentioned, as a player and as a coach, and it happens in a lot of other sports that are played globally. Some of these minnow nations are slowly but surely catching up to the major nations and are starting to cause upsets. So the Gulf, which may have been significant for the likes of Namibia, Scotland and these sort of nations 10 years ago, I reckon they're starting to close a bit and they're starting to catch up to those nations that maybe are sitting ranked 10th, 11th, 12th in the world. I think you're just seeing more professionalism within those those countries that you mentioned and um, their programs that are able to develop their cricketers and um, and be able to become more competitive on the international stage. And I think it's really exciting for the game to see those countries and, and to see their development. And oh, the World Cup's a, a major tournament for everyone, but it's another great exposure and opportunity for some of these lesser nations to, um, to, to test themselves and to, to see how they're going. Let's go back to the WA side. You've got an Australia one-day cup game on Saturday. So the final day of the Shield game tomorrow, you'd think it'd probably end up in a draw, but we'll see what happens. And then you've got Friday off, and then you butter up for a one-dayer against Victoria on Saturday. And then, of course, uh, a week or so after that, you're back home playing Queensland in the Shield game. So plenty of cricket to come. Yeah, that's right. And, um, yeah, we've obviously got our minds firmly fixed on tomorrow. But, um, yeah, we've got one eye on the the one-day game, on the Marsh Cup game on Saturday. We've started that competition really well with a couple of wins. Um, The weather gods uh, may play a part on Saturday. The forecast isn't fantastic. But, um, yeah, look, we're, we're looking forward to putting out a really strong side for Saturday as well. We'll get a few of the guys over from Perth, um, Jason Berendorf, AJ Ty, Ashton Turner, uh, to name a couple who will come in and strengthen that one-day outfit. And, um, yeah, we'll look forward to, to hopefully getting game in on Saturday before we return to Perth for, for a couple of weeks of home games, which we're certainly looking forward to. Yeah, I was just going to ask you which players are coming in, but you've answered that as well. And just before we let you go, it's dangerous playing golf when you're a cricket. I see that Joshy Inglis, uh, three days out from the, the opening T20 World Cup, played a bit of golf and uh, reportedly incurred a hand injury, which may place his uh, T20 availability in some sort of doubt. Be really bad luck for the 27-year-old if uh, he is out because of that injury playing golf. It would be a freak accident from what I've heard that uh, his golf club actually snapped in his hands and, and uh, he's got a bit of a laceration on one of the hands. He's, I believe, getting discharged from hospital pretty shortly. Um, I think he's got a couple of stitches in that hand and hopefully it's a really uh, quick recovery for him and that uh, he is able to take his place in the World Cup squad. But I'm sure we'll find out a little bit more over the next 24 or 48 hours. Adam Voges, you're a good man. You make yourself available and I appreciate it, uh, even though it's late over there in uh, Melbourne with a three-hour time difference. So good luck tomorrow and also good luck on Saturday and we'll see you back in town next week. No problems. Thanks, Peter. Good on you. Adam Voges, the coach of the WA cricket team, joining us here on Drive with Peter Vlahos. All thanks to Toolmart, the complete tool centre. You can always get the right tool from the start at Toolmart. Ryan Campbell joins us next on the program. It's 23 past five on this Wednesday.